It sure is good to be in the Lord's house this evening. I appreciate everyone that's come, and we got quite a number of visitors. We're glad to have every visitor, and as we've been announcing, and we've been excited, and we're thrilled to have our preaching brother, our evangelist, uh, Chase Lay, with us. He's here, and his wife. We appreciate uh, Chase, and uh, we appreciate Sister Faith. Glad that they're here, and we got quite a number of churches uh, that's represented here. Now, I'm not going to try to name everybody. I'm not going to try to name each church. But we got a lot of visitors and, and well represented from our church community. And uh, I want to say thank you to every one of you that's come. And uh, and again, we thank the Lord that uh, Brother Chase and Sister Faith are here. And we're looking forward to this service tonight. And uh, it was even a blessing. I, I was sitting there enjoying uh, just listening and watching and uh, seeing people fellowship. And even even... Uh, quite a while before church got ready to start. Uh, there's just such an atmosphere of uh, excitement and love here, and I just thank God for it. have a scripture I want to read. And I read one of these verses this morning, but it's still on my heart, and I want to read another verse to go with it. This is in the 138th Psalm, and I want to read verses 6 and 7. It reads this way. Though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly, but the proud... He knoweth far off. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou will revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. I'm telling you, we can depend on the Lord, and I praise God. Let's all stand for just a moment of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for blessing us to have revival. Uh, God, thank you for each one to cheer. Thank you that Brother Chase and Sister Faith are with us tonight. God, thank you for all our visitors. Thank you for everyone that's here from Lima Missionary Baptist Church. God, thank you for those that are watching and listening on the live stream. God, we pray for this service tonight. And God, uh, we just we know, God, we need you so much. And God, help us to just get in the center of you. We will be willing servants. And God, just bless us with a wonderful spirit tonight. We pray, God, that you speak to people's hearts. Draw them and invite them to an altar of repentance. God, we pray and we ask you these things in Jesus' name and amen. You may be seated. We turn the service over to the choir and choir director. Page 110. <clears throat>
side, we'll have the, the choir come down, and we're going to turn over to Brother Terry. Praise the Lord. Yeah. I feel heaven in my soul. Yeah. Well, I read this scripture twice today, and it's still on my mind. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Yeah. Well, I feel a reviving power of God here tonight. Yeah. I'm thankful in my heart for what I can feel. And I'm, I'm thankful for what I'm looking forward to happening. And uh, I feel good. Let's all stand for a moment. Anybody that's got an unspoken request, just raise your hand. You got something on your heart, a, a prayer request or a testimony, just say what God's give you tonight. Amen, sister. Yeah. That's right. Amen. Uh, yeah, right. Amen. Yeah. Amen, Sister Bonnie. Yeah, the flood got that one, didn't it? That old building. Your experience is a lot like mine. It wasn't the same building, but I got saved in a little old block building on Albert Street. It's not there anymore. But my experience is there. And uh, I showed some of it. A while back, uh, I was down by there, and I pulled up in the parking lot, and I figured as close as I could to the spot where I got hit. It's a parking lot now. After we'd built the other building next to it and tore that old building down and made a parking lot. I took a picture of it. and uh, There was a crack in the asphalt there in the parking lot. And there was a dandelion growing up out of the crack just about the spot where I got saved. I took a picture of it. I got it in my camera. I got a time and a place. If you don't have a time and a place, you need to get one. You need to get it tonight. Somebody else. Let's pray for God's Holy Spirit to speak powerful to hearts tonight. Uh, calling people to come and get saved. Uh, reminding people that are saved if we're not where we need to be. We need to rededicate and move up and get in. And uh, everybody's needed. When I was just a young Christian, I was just kind of coasting along, wasn't doing my part. Yet I'd look around and say, I'm not doing too bad. I'd figure out some people over there and there. I'm doing better than they are. I'm all right. But God would convict me. I wasn't all right. I wasn't where he wanted me to be. And uh, I'd think, I, well, what am I going to do? And say, oh, you're all right. Just stay where you're at. But God convicted me, and once I repented and I moved up, well, I felt so much better, and I thought, I should have done that a long time ago. So let's obey the Lord tonight. Everybody needs to obey the Lord. Everybody's important. Satan would tell me, he'd say, you can't do much anyway. You might as well just get out of the way. Just ignore it. Satan's a liar. 
You can do something not nobody else can do, and that's be you for the glory of God. Anybody else? Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord for that testimony. Anybody else? Sure good to be here. Anybody else before we pray? All right, we're getting ready to pray. If you want to come to the altar, you're welcome to. If you want to pray back where you're at, you're welcome to do that. But if nobody else can think safe, we're going to ask Brother Billy Ray Thompson to lead us in prayer. praying. Let's mind the Lord. Thank God for his good spirit that you're tonight. Who'd feel like singing tonight? You've got a song on your heart God's give you. Well, by all means, y'all sing it. Let's follow the Lord tonight. Let's pray while they come. Mind the Lord. Pray for them, church. And listen, let's obey the Lord. And, and I, there's great spirit here. And I'm looking forward to hearing Brother Chase preach. But if you feel like coming to the altar before he preaches, you just as welcome come then as afterwards. And I feel that way and he feels that way. Let's mind the Lord. Whatever it is that God gives, do that. Obey him tonight. Well, I appreciate our youth coming. And what a, what a blessing just seeing them come tonight. Amen.
I've been forgiven. Christ made a change And no longer crying when I think about dying. Cause heaven is waiting for me. Now Satan's still lying. And he's always trying to lead you down the wrong way. Just call on Christ's name and he'll save you today. You'll look back to Satan and say, I'm not going to good song. Thank the Lord for his youth group. Thank the Lord for his good spirit he stirred our hearts with tonight. Anybody else got a song on your heart? Amen. That's a good thing. That's the best thing we can know. Amen. Pray for Kurt. And while he's coming, you be thinking about it, Sister Faith. I don't know if you feel like saying it Just pray for me. I definitely was not planning on singing this. Um, uh, but when God puts something on your heart, you need to do it. Uh, this song is a song uh, I just, you know, the, it was last week God put it on my heart and I wrote the chorus. And then... Um, the uh, verses came to me today, uh, yep. and so it's just work in the making. Don't listen uh, to how I sing it, but listen to the words. I remember just like it was yesterday. God revealed it to me. If I. I remember just like it was yesterday, God revealed to me if I died, I was going to hell, but then one day I fell upon my knees. I thank God he showed me the revelation I was lost, I was going to hell Until I gave my life to Him 
Because he died for all of my sins, I'm no longer going to hell because of the day I knelt. Now, friend, don't get discouraged when there's trials and tribulations. But if, but if you make him your foundation, he will bless you. But if you're falling out and you're starting to doubt, just remember when, when God showed you the revelation, you were lost and going to hell until you gave your life to him because he died for your sin and you're no longer going to hell because of the day you know no i'm so thankful you know uh, you know even if you get saved uh, you just go back to that day, the day you know, uh, you know, uh, this life's all about, you know, gives you trials and tribulations just to make you stronger for the Lord. And, uh, you know, I, I want you to pray for my family, uh, my two, uh, well, my wife got saved, my uh, two boys got saved, now I have two daughters that need saved, but, uh, you know, uh, my wife just hasn't been coming, and I just pr just pray for her. I want to see her come, and I want to see uh, her in church and the kids in church. And uh, so I just really want you to remember my family, uh, because uh, you know, uh, like the song says, there's always going to be trials and tribulations, even when you are saved. After you're saved, God's going to beat you up about it, but. I'm going to tell you something, you're never alone. I'm thankful that I am never alone. When trials come, I am never alone. Just really remember those prayer requests. I believe those two girls really under conviction. All right. Now, you don't have to sing, but if you feel like singing, you're sure welcome to, sister. Except you. Let's really, really pray for Sister Faith. We just uh, love her and love to hear her sing. And, uh, just, uh, let's just really, really pray for her. Yep. Well, I just want to say I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful that I'm saved. Amen. Um, and I here recently, I've just really been looking back on my whole life, and I'm just so thankful that no matter what I've gone through, I can always, I can always say that I know God's always been there for me, and no matter if I've been through bad times or good times, God's always been good to me. He's never let me down. He's never left me, and I just am so thankful for Him. I'm so thankful for my personal relationship with Him. I wouldn't trade that for anything. As I look back yeah. on all of my days, yeah. so many times and so many ways. 
have been blessed yeah. and all I can say is God is still good Amen. sometimes the night brings sorrow yeah. and pain sometimes my tears they fall like the rain but through it all he's never changed God is still good Amen. God is still good yeah. when the waves roll high God is still good all through the night when I've done all I can and I don't understand God is still good clouds of doubt may darken the way but showers of blessing they'll come any day he'll bring me God is still good. Amen. There have been times when I've let him down. I've made my mistakes, yeah. but still I have found I stumble and fall. Yet through it Amen. all, God is still good. Because yeah. mercy yeah. still flows from the palm yeah. of his hands. He'll give grace and he'll help me to stand. Although he knows how unworthy I am, my God is still good. God is still good when the waves roll high. God is still good all through the night when I've done all I can and I don't songs true and it was powerful thank the lord i feel like this would be a good time to turn over to our preaching brother we thank the lord for brother chase do this for us tonight let's give him our undivided attention and let's pray with all that within us he is that god would lift him up make preaching easy for him help him to preach powerful and speak with a great powerful spirit to people's hearts now, that's what God wants the church to do. So let's do that. Brother Chase Lay. You glad your God's alive? Can you say amen? Well, anyway, amen. It's a blessing to be here. Uh, I've enjoyed myself tonight. Uh, that singing's just wonderful. And uh, that youth choir singing, that, that was Jesus filled. And I'll shout under anybody singing about Jesus, but when my blessings start singing about Jesus, that's got me tempted to take a lap. Uh, so if you ever see me this week take a lap, somebody just get up and take one with me. Uh, but I appreciate the Lord. What an honor it is to be in revival. 
Uh, I'll be honest, uh, Preacher Cooper sent me a message earlier today, and um, he said we're longing, longing for revival. And I told Pastor Terry earlier, uh, we were in meeting last week in Louisville, got to be with Pastor Tim Jones, and I was excited, so excited, and excited to get here. Uh, but I've got a longing and I've got a burden to see what God can do. And uh, heaviness. But I expect God to answer that with victory. Not because of my expectations, but because of God's abilities. So you pray that way if you would. Let's look in our Bibles tonight. If you got yours with you, let's look in the book of Mark, chapter number 2. Book of Mark, chapter number 2, if you have your Bible. If you're able tonight, would like to, let's stand together for the reading of God's Word. Mark chapter number 2, if you have your Bible, verse number 1. Very familiar scripture. Uh, Preacher Cooper, God bless him, preach a wonderful message out of this. Uh, amen. Don't drop your corner of the bed. I remember that, and I appreciate it. Mark chapter number 2, if you have your Bible, verse number 1. And again, he entered into Capernaum. After some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway, many were gathered together insomuch that there was no room to receive them, no, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. I'd like to reread that. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. That's the reading of God's word. You can be seated if you would. Can we pray together? Our Father in heaven, we look to you, God. We thank you, Lord, for this night. Thank you for being our God, and we thank you for being our friend. Lord, we thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your long-suffering. Thank you for your patience. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your holiness. God, everything you are, I thank you for being that. Lord, thank you for your promises. Jesus, I thank you for gathering us together. Lord, you've called a season of revival. And Father, I just pray you do great things. Everything you desire to do, I pray that this week, this time of meeting. Father, but tonight we're here. We don't know about tomorrow, but we know about tonight. Father, please do great things. God, I desire your help. Jesus, I can't do anything without you. I'm asking you, please preach tonight. Please, Lord Jesus, help those that need and help those that desire help. I love you, Lord, and I'm counting on you. In your name we pray. Amen and amen. I appreciate the word of the Lord. I appreciate where we're at in scripture. Uh, here we have the man sick of the bed of palsy. Uh, but I want to say this, even though there's a man sick of the bed of palsy, God's still God. And I'd like to remind you, every miracle that happens in the Bible, even though there was sick, God's still God. Even though we have folks that are impotent, God's still God. Even though we've got folks that are dead, God is still God. I want to let you know, no matter what's going on in your life, God is still God. Amen. He's still in control. It doesn't much matter how much your life is out of control. God's still in control. Amen. 
Uh, I want to preach the title tonight by the help of the Lord. If God will give us grace, if he'll preach, I want to preach this thought. It's not fair. It's not fair. Amen. Uh, the first thing that we see is Jesus came again to Capernaum, and it was noise that he was in the house. Uh, boy, I want to thank God that Jesus is in the house. Amen. That sounds like a modern day term, but they were saying it back in the KJV. Amen. It was noise that he was in the house. I want to say this. There were some folks in that day that made noise that Jesus was in the house. And when they made noise that Jesus was in the house, they came to where he was. Can I say this to you tonight? I believe we don't need to get to religion. I don't believe we need to get to the world. I believe we need to get to where Jesus is. Amen. Uh, well, why? I, I'm looking at this noise that they told about him. Uh, there had to be something that drew people to him. Amen. I'd love to remind you, if I could just preach to you for just a second or two, I want to remind you of who he is. Amen. I still believe he's Alpha and he's Omega. Uh, I declare, I believe we need to know who he is so that we know who we're coming to. I want to know if I take my vehicle to the mechanic, I want to know he's able to fix it. I want to know if I go to the doctor, he's got the ability to be able to help me. I want to know if I go to a God, is he the God that's able to help me? And I want to let you know that the great I am is still the great I am. He's not lost one bit of his power He's not lost his touch. Is he calm enough to help my storms? Is he calm enough to help my stress? Is he secure enough in himself to help me? I want to say this to you. There's times that we look at our situations. There's times we look at our storms and our trials. Amen. And we think that it's the worst. That nobody's ever went through what we're going through. Nobody's ever battled what we're battled. I want to let you know that God has seen worse than you. Amen. He's seen worse than our situations. He's seen chaos that's worse than our chaos. Amen. He's the great I am. He's the great physician. He's the rose of Sharon. He's the bright morning star. Amen. If you don't want to brag on him, I want to brag on him. Amen. He's all in all. He's altogether lovely. He's the great physician. He's Alpha and Omega. He's that which is. He that which was. And he that which is to come. Amen. He's my glory. He's my righteousness. He's my best friend. He's king of kings. And he's lord of wars. There's no one that can dethrone him because his throne sits higher than every throne. I'm letting you know, my friend, there's none better. He's the only one that can claim perfection because he's the one that created perfection. Amen. I don't want a noise. I don't want to let out. I want to tell everybody, no matter what your need is, there's a God that can help you. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Amen. It was noise that he was in the house. Amen. I want to make the right kind of noise. Amen. What do you mean? There's sometimes it's noise. Amen. That our problems are in the house. It's noise in our house and our being and our carnal mind that we've got so much going on and we've got so much sin and we've got so many problems. But can I say this to you? The carnal mind is an enemy against God and it's an enemy. With our walk 
with God. There's times that we need to let it be noised out of this house that Jesus is in the house. Amen. I need to remind my carnal mind that my carnal mind is not mightier than my God. My carnal mind isn't greater than my God. My fears aren't greater than my God. Even my emotions aren't greater than my God. Amen. When I look at everything that I am and I look at all the problems going on in my life, this is what I need to know. That heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. That means everything that's going on in my life, even though it's out of my control, it's under his feet. Everything. I want to declare tonight, he's able to help. Amen. Chase, what are you doing? I'm reminding us in revival. Amen. There's no need in taking care of problems if we don't believe who he is. There's no need in calling on him if we forget who he is. Hey, Lima, can I smile and tell you? He's a great God. It was noise that he was in the house. What a moment it is. Amen. But we find that there's a man sick of the bed of palsy, can't move. There's nothing he can do. Amen. What a fellow that he is. Amen. I want to let you know there's times that things happen in our life that are out of our control. This was not a sin. This was a sickness that happened to him. Can I let you know there's things that happen in our life that are out of our control. People do things that are out of our control. Our bodies, Brother Blaine came up and hugged me tonight and I said, I'm getting hugged by a prayer answered. There's times our bodies do things that's out of our control. But can I remind you, my friend, while we are laying there in the bed of happenstance, while we're laying in the bed of things that are out of our hands, amen, all I can think, amen, is this, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He restoreth my soul, amen, he leadeth me beside the still waters for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for thy rod and thy staff, they shall comfort me. Surely and surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There this man is. He's sick of the bed of palsy. He can't move. I was starting to think, amen, when the kiddos were singing, amen, I have been blessed. God is so good to me. There's a young man in Tennessee named Robbie Massey. He had just got done rededicating his life to God, had just married a beautiful bride. Things were going great for him. But he went on a hunting trip, amen, and he didn't set up the tree stand right, amen, and he fell over 16 feet, and he landed wrong when he fell, and he broke his spine, paralyzed him from the waist down, and his youth choir, about 30 kids came and visited him in the hospital room, and Robbie, laying there with a back brace on, oxygen in his nose, he looked at the kids, and he said, can we sing one song, and he wanted to sing, I have been blessed, God is so good to me, 
precious are his thoughts of you and me. Can I let you know something? The bed that you're laying in that's out of your control, there's some things that you can control. You can control if from that bed you live for God or you quit on God. There's things that you can control. Preacher Timmy Webb, amen, was in an accident. Amen, he was a lineman. Amen, had his legs cut off. Preaching machine during that time. Amen. But the rest of his days, 20 some years, he preached from a wheelchair. Can I let you know something? Amen, if I'm on the top of a mountain having the best days of my life, he's still worthy of me. He's still worthy of my service. He's still worthy of my praise. If we're in the bed of sickness, he's still worthy of my praise. If I'm walking through the valley of shadow death, amen, we were at the funeral just the other day and the man looked at me and he said, I have been here so, so much over the past few weeks. My daughter, my sister-in-law, so much death in his life. But he looked at me and this is what he said. Even though the Lord slay me, yet will I serve him. Can I say this to you? It doesn't matter what's against you. Doesn't matter if your health is against you. Doesn't matter if your family's against you. If your friends are against you. If everything is against you, it's up to you to remember if God be for us, who can be against us? It's about high time that we quit pouting over everything that's against us and we just got up and went with the God that is for us. I say hallelujah. Here, this little man is sick of the bed of palsy and boy, what a moment it is. Eight minutes beginning to be time for him maybe when he first started noticing he was sick and people would come by and they would pray for him amen they would amen say how sorry they were and they would offer up prayers maybe they would come by his bed amen and that day it's very possible that his bed was laying out in the street amen they would come by Caleb and they would pray over him and pray with him and as people passed by Eric there might have been some that maybe said a comment I'm sorry you're going through this and maybe the longer he was in the bed amen can I just say this amen I'm in the preaching now I pray you with me amen there's sometimes people will be patient with you if your heart broke they'll be patient with you for a while but they want you to get over it pretty quick amen if you're sick people will be patient with you for the first little bit when you're sick but after a while they want you to move on and quit being so sick if you're having sorrow if you're having sorrow in your heart amen they'll pray with you for a while but then it becomes annoying that you've not got over yourself just yet. Can I let you know something I'm glad of? I'm glad I've not got a God that's got tired of me. Amen. I'm glad I've got a God for the Perry that remembers I am poor and needy. Yet the Lord thinks about me. I'm glad I've still got a God. Amen. Can I let you know something? My friend, people can go through the exact same things, but it affects them differently. Can I preach to you? Amen, Brother Sully. Amen, I'm glad to tell you that if I get wounded, 
faithful to me, not just while I'm wounded, but he'll be faithful to me until I am completely healed. Hallelujah to the Lamb. I'm glad I've not got a God that won't just give me some pills and wish me out of the hospital. I'm glad I've got a God that'll stay with me while I'm down. He'll stay with me as I'm getting better and he'll see me all the way to victory. Amen. Boy, but here's a problem though. Amen. This man, as he has the bed of palsy, he's laying in it. I believe after a while, there might have been some things he could do for himself. Maybe it was not a bad case. We don't know just how bad that it was. But after a while, Miss Linda, it might have got to where more and more people were doing things for him that he could do for himself. Doing things for him that he could do for himself. Enabling him to be that bad. Can I preach to you? My beloved friend, God did not save us to be defeated. He did not save us to live defeated. God saved us to be more than conquerors. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. I'm, not, I'm just going to tell you, amen, if I'm not going to hell, I'm going to live like I'm going to heaven. Amen. If I'm, if I'm not going to hell, the only reason I ain't going to hell is because I've got the resurrection living in me. And I ought not live like no Baptist. I ought not live like no church of God. I ought to live like I've got the resurrection. Amen. Can I preach to you? The more that you treat people like the victim, the more they're going to play the victim. Can I preach to you? Amen. And this might not feel just right. So if I sink the ship on Sunday night, come back tomorrow and I'll try to dig her out tomorrow. Listen to me, my friend. I believe this. God did not save us so we could play the victim. God saved us so we could be the victor. Boy, listen to me. I bet, I bet you're just real sad that you're having to go through that. Let me help you. I bet you're just real bitter and you're real angry that you're having to go through that. I bet that you don't even feel like going to church because you're going through that. And you'll know what the little fellow finally thought to himself. The man finally thought to himself, you're right, I should be angry. I should be bitter. I shouldn't be doing anything. I'm the one that's sick. Can I say this to you? My beloved friend, don't look up at God and say and tell him you're going to take time off from him because you're suffering and because you're persecuted. Amen. I remember Brother Terry, Brother Jack Bridges, the first deacon I ever had. Amen. Hey, can I just hit a pause button? Chase, how long you had this message? I've been cooking on this for about six weeks. Amen. I'm going to give you everything in the oven. Amen. Listen to me. Jack Bridges, first deacon I ever had, would come to church and he'd defeated black lung three times. He'd come to church in summers. It'd be about 95 to 120 degrees, whatever it was. And he'd have 20 steps to get from the parking lot to inside the church door. And I'd hear that oxygen tank just a clinking up against those steps. Clinkity clank, clinkity clank. Hey, man, I'd meet him at the door and I'd say, Jack, 
and he'd be smothering. Couldn't even breathe. And I'd say, Jack, why don't you go home? I would have understood it if he'd went home. I'd been fine with it if he'd went home. Everybody else would have understood it. But Jack put his finger underneath my nose and he said this, God's been too good to me for me to go home. Can I preach to you, my friend? There might be people that look at you and they might understand your bitterness. They might understand you slacking on God, getting a little bit lukewarm. They might understand why you don't sing anymore. Might understand why you don't preach. They might understand why you don't rejoice. But can I let you know something? Everybody's got baggage. Everybody's got struggles. Everybody. But can I let you know something? How many of you got Jesus? Anybody got Jesus? Amen. That's about three quarters of us. Amen. I'm hoping the other quarter of you get born again. Amen. Listen to me. Can I say this tonight, my friend? If you've got Jesus, he defeated death, hell, and the grave. He's the overcomer. He lives in you. You can overcome if you want to. Preacher Terry Brock said one of the most spiritual things I ever heard in my life. He preached up at the church I used to pastor. And he said, people that live for Jesus, they live for him because they want to. People that don't live for him, they don't live for him because they don't want to. Boy, why in the world didn't John the Baptist put that in his writings? Amen. John the Baptist should look at Terry Brock and said, hey, I need that. Hey, can I let you know? I believe with all of my heart it happens in the real world, it happens in the church. There are people that are going through things and we make them comfortable in their bed. We give them reason not to go on for God because we don't expect them to. But can I let you know something? I mean this on my heart. Lima needs you here. I ain't preaching like 10, I'm preaching like 30 to 500, amen. And I'm not just talking about in the pew. I'm talking about they need you here. These lost sinners on the way to hell in the building. They need you here. There's kiddos, maybe about 50 of them got up night and they started singing. You wanna know what they need? They don't need you giving up because it's 2022. How in the world are youth ever going to make it? Boy, they were under President Trump and boy, things looked dark then and now they're under President Biden. Uh, can I let you know something? If God took care of a little boy named Moses under Pharaoh, God will take care of your kids under any Republican, any Democrat, any Independent. Stop giving your kids a way out of serving Jesus just because it's 2022. Hey, if you're still there, say amen. amen. Some of you are scaring me. I didn't know if we need to call 911 or what. Amen. Four men come by here and chase you about done. I'm getting there. I'm about halfway. Four men come by him. He's laying in the bed. And you want to know what they expected? That man expected. I'm praying for you praying for you. If you need anything, I'm here for you. Nonsense. Amen. There's times we tell folks that just so we can clear our conscience. 
these men looked at him. Faith without works is dead. They put some legs to their prayers. Do you want to get better? I believe there are some folk that have been in their situation so long, not only have they gave up on getting better, they've forgotten all about getting better. And they had four friends together and said, all right, fellas, you grab a corner, you grab a corner, you grab a corner, you grab a corner. On the count of three, we're going to lift. You ready? Well, how come there was four of them? How many gospels we got? Hey, man. How come we're going to pick them up on the count of three? One for every part of the Godhead. <laughs> Hallelujah. Pick them up on the count of three. You ready? One, two, three. How far are we going to carry them? We're going to carry them all the way to Jesus Christ. Because when we get them to Jesus, Jesus is going to heal them. Hey, can I let you know something today? You bring people to Jesus and that's your job. Don't worry about if they get born again. Don't worry about if they need to get rededicated. Don't worry about if they join your church. Don't worry about what they do after that. Just get them to Jesus. Brought that man to Jesus. I'm in the message now. I'm here. Brought that man to Jesus. Hey, man, they went in the church. Church house is full. Hey, man. They said, we've got to get this man to Jesus. How many of you all got people you just got to get to Jesus? That's only about a quarter of you. You got people you just got to get them to Jesus. They went up on the roof, started peeling off tiles, started peeling off ceiling, and they lowered that man down. Chase, you act like you're getting excited. I'm preaching about Jesus. It makes me excited. Lowered that man down in the presence of Jesus. Jesus looked and he saw the four. Amen. And what those men expected was this. For them to look at him. Amen. And they see, Jesus see this man is sick. Jesus see this man's been sick a long, long time. And Jesus look and heal that man. But that's not what Jesus did. Jesus didn't look at him and say be healed and get up and go. He didn't touch his legs, didn't touch his body. Jesus looked at the man and said, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. I want to preach to you something. There's times that we look at God and we see folks that are suffering. Amen. I thought last week we were in revival and Miss Kim Jones, Pastor Tim, amen, his wife one of the most blessed one. Awesome, awesome lady. Amen. She stood and she apologized to the church and had a wonderful, wonderful testimony. And there's times that we look at people that are some of the most spiritual people we know, Miss Linda. And when they're making acknowledgments to the church and talking about how they need to make things right. Uh, boy, that makes me look at Chase Lay. Uh, that makes me look at everybody else. Amen. And if the heroes are saying, I need to get right with God, where does that put everybody else at? Amen. Uh, can I say this to you? Uh, my friend, I get it. Uh, we're all struggling. Uh, but Jesus looked at the person that's struggling and he is the only person. Can you pray for me while I preach this a little more? I'm getting there. Uh, can I say this to you? Uh, there's only one person, uh, Miss Rebecca, that can look at a person suffering with sorrow and say, it's time to move on. Uh, there's only one person uh, that's struggling in their faith. Amen. And they've been battling with God over and over again. 
there's only one person that can look at them and say it's time you let it go and move on for God there's only one person that can look at somebody that's going through more in their life than any of us will ever understand there's only one person that can look at that person and say listen I know you're going through a lot but it's time you stop focusing so much on the storm and it's time you looked at the Savior there's only one person that can look at the backslider that's church hurt and say look I know they did you bad but it's time you got over the excuses and got back right with me can I tell you the person that can tell us to get over it the one person that can tell us to shout when we don't want to the person that can tell us to praise when we ain't got no praise in us the person that can tell us we need to repent the person that can tell us to get right I'm telling you it's the one that conquered death hell in the grave it's the one that forgave our sin it's the one that's blessed us every day of our life I'm letting you know it didn't seem fair he's the one that's sick he's the one that's been down and out he's the one that's going through things that we don't understand but Jesus looked at that man and said while you've been sick while you've been down and out while you've been down you have turned your heart against me you've not worshipped me but I'm looking at their faith and because of their faith your sins are forgiven I want to preach to you tonight. This is on my soul. I want to give it to you. There are folks that aren't as close to God as they should be because they've lost loved ones. They went up yonder. Are you still with me? And there's something in you that's got something against God for that. Because you've lost loved ones. I, ain't, I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I'm preaching. Well, Chase, nobody's felt lost like I have. Can I let you know something? Job lost all ten kids. And after he lost all ten kids, he looks up at God and says, The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. But Chase, ain't nobody lost like I've lost. Every six seconds, Cooper, somebody dies. How many of you would agree that all people are God's creation? About half of us, amen. How many of you know heaven doesn't get bigger, but hell gets bigger every day? So every six seconds, God loses someone he loves. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, five Mississippi, six Mississippi. God just lost somebody, but yet he still loves you. Chase, I wish I could love God like I did, but I can't because of how much I've lost. Do you realize how much God has lost? 
yet he still loves you. Chase, you just don't know how bad I've been treated and God still wants me to live for him. You are focusing too much on how you've been treated. Hebrews chapter number 12, you still with me? Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, Bo, the author and the finisher of our faith. This is where I want to be. Who for the joy? How many of y'all believe King James Version? It didn't say what joy, it said who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame. Chase, you don't know how much I've suffered. You don't know how much I've been through. Am I still all right? Y'all don't know me well. I don't want anybody to leave me. I promise I don't. Can I just preach to you just a little bit about something? All the things that we say that people have done, all the things that we've suffered, and we say we can't live for Jesus like we ought to. There's a lady, Miss Linda, I wish we could kneel down to as she stays close to Jesus Christ. There's a little lady at the foot of the cross, and she weeps, and her tears just soak the ground. And Jesus had something to say to her. Woman, behold thy son. I can't live for him after all I've went through. Mary would look at you and say, you need to hush. My boy is dying. My boy is dying so you can have your excuses. I've been persecuted more than anyone. Mary would look at you and say, hush. My boy just got a crown of thorns planted on his head so you can say you can't live for Jesus anymore. Chase, I can't preach anymore. Chase, I can't raise my hand. I can't bring my kids to church anymore. Chase, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. If you could look at the mother of Jesus Christ as she kneels before the cross and give her your excuses. I guarantee you, we'd get us a good old-fashioned case of get right. I want to give you this tonight, and I appreciate your kind attention. You want to know what Jesus is the king of? Eric, he's the king of what's not fair. What do you mean he's the king of what's not fair? Can I give you what's not fair? A perfect God dies for corrupt people. That's not fair. You want to know what's not fair? All heaven knows who he is, knows his worth, but they have to watch as we put him to death. It's not fair. You wanna know what's not fair? He's been nothing but good to us. 
and he does not get that good in return. It's not fair. God has blessed us so, so richly. I want to give you this. Jesus looks and he says, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. And you all know what the man did not say? He did not say, I've done nothing wrong. He said, thank you. Take up your bed and walk. Why? Why couldn't he leave the bed? Hey, when you get back to town, they're not going to recognize you because they've never seen you walk before. But what I want you to do is carry that bed with you. That way when you come walking into town, something different about you. You're a lot taller than you used to be. There's something different about you. I have never in my life seen you smile. What am I saying? Jesus, don't tell him. I'm, I'm closing here. Don't you tell him to carry his bed. He'll get tired carrying that bed. Can I tell you something that me and you never, better never get tired of? Telling what God has delivered us from. This is my story. This is my song. It didn't say that that Bible was my story. I've got my own story. Do you got yours? I want to let you know something tonight, and I'll turn it over to you, dear pastor. And I mean this well. Everybody in the house tonight, everybody, you can leave here right with God. And there might be some folks here tonight, it might not seem fair for God to ask you to get right with him. But can I let you know, it's fair. Can I ask you tonight, hey, I, 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 can I mind the Lord, Terry? Is that fine? Come, come get you a song, if that'd be fine with you. Come, come get you. Hey, stand to your feet with me if you would. I won't, I won't do it this way before, before, before they sing. I honestly think there's a lot of times that we're guilty of living for Jesus how much we want to instead of how much he's worth. Hey, for better or worse, he had got used to living in that bed. He told him to get up, but he did not make him get up. How many of y'all remember the story of Lazarus? Lazarus, you know, four days late. He said, Lazarus, come forth. It was up to Lazarus to come forth. But I ain't gonna lie though, Coop. They'd known something was up. Because you all know what would have happened? They would have they looked in on Lazarus' tomb and they'd looked at his chest and his belly. And they'd have saw what once was flat now is 
And after a while, Blaine, they looked at him and said, if you're alive, why are you still laying in the graveyard? Well, I don't want to get up. I'd rather be known for being dead. Hey, can I let you know something? Jesus wants to help you. And I'm just going to let you know, and I mean this, folks, and I'm not dragging. You got my word. I tell it at the harbor all the time. I feel like we wait until we've got a need in our life to come to an altar. I don't believe in that. I believe if there's folks that need help from God, we ought to come get on the altar. If there's anybody here that wants help, no matter how fair you feel it is, you come get your help from God because he's ready to help. Amen. Amen. Sing on, Terry. Help us if you would. Come on. showy in the flesh but, but when I told you hey I, I'm about looking to take a lap this week well Chase why do you say something like that now, I preached this last week in meeting when David killed Goliath, or killed Goliath how many stones did he bring he came expecting victory and was going to do whatever it took to make sure he got it if it was Goliath or any of his other brothers. Hey, can, can you do me a favor? Can you do Jesus a favor? Can you do yourself a favor? Tonight, this week, however long revival goes, can you be dedicated to get your help from God? Could you imagine, could you imagine if you had a house full of folk every night? Doesn't matter what the devil does. I'm going to get my help from God because I need it. I need it. Pastor Terry.
Thank the Lord for the preaching. That's powerful. Boy, it's inspiring. It's, it's easy to understand. And it's got power in it. I believe God's calling the people now. Let me, let me ask you a question tonight. If you need help and God's got your attention and you realize you need help, and why would you not just step out and come and get it? And I've been in that spot before. Now, I'll admit, I've stood in a church house before and God be calling to me and God's Holy Spirit be dealing with me. I'd wrestle with it and argue with the devil. Somebody said once, and I say amen to this, as long as you're arguing with the devil, he's winning because you're delaying obeying the Lord. Yeah, so what would be the reason for us to stand back and not obey God? Would we be more interested in uh, just uh, keeping a good look about ourselves and keeping our chin up and uh, look like we're doing good or really getting help from God? Whatever it is tonight that people need, and, and I have no doubt that there's folks here that need to move tonight because of the message that's been preached. The message has been preached. God sent that message. Uh, uh, Brother Chase Lay delivered it. Uh, but it wasn't Chase Lay's message. It's God's message. He said he'd had it uh, probably six weeks. Uh, boy, I don't doubt it. And, and as great a message as it is, I, I know he's glad to get it off his chest tonight and give it to us. Because when God gives you something like that, now it's a blessing to have the burden, but it's a blessing to be able uh, to get it where it needs to go. And he's delivered that. He done it well. God blessed him. The Holy Spirit's witness to it. So I'm sure tonight, Somebody needs to come. Now, if you're lost, come get saved. If you're here tonight and uh, you're not where you need to be with the Lord, uh, come pray and move up. If you're here tonight and you've got problems and trouble in your life and you feel like coming to pray, come and pray. And, and I've said this before. If you don't feel like saying anything, we don't demand it of you. If you feel like saying something, we give you a chance. But if you come and pray, get up and go back to your seat. You don't have to tell all the details of what your problem is. God knows it already. But if you need to come, come. We need to have revival. Pray and obey the Lord. Sing when you get ready. Please. Pray for me. The Lord gave me this song this afternoon. I didn't know I was going to have to sing it Help tonight. Her, Lord. It's been a long time. Somebody needs to come. Pray, church. Got the right key, but... Um, Help her, just Lord. Pray for me. Amen. Please come. Please come. Please obey the Lord. Good preaching, good spirit, good singing. I'm not on an ego trip. Listen. I'm nothing on my own. Amen. Amen. I make mistakes. Please and obey the Lord. Often slip. If you need to come I'm pray, come pray. You might even need to pray for somebody else. And bone, Maybe God wants you to come pray for somebody but else. I'm Do that. Saved by grace. Yeah. So I can say. Yeah. I'm one. Amen. Of a special kind. Thank the Lord. For while he yeah, listen. on the cross. Yeah. I was on his mind. You believe that? That's true. When he was on the cross, we were on his mind. Oh, he you and I. knew me. Listen, listen. Yet he loved me. He loves us. Do you love him good enough to obey him tonight? Whose glory Boy, obey the Lord. The heaven shine. Amen. Please obey the Lord. I'm so unworthy. Yeah, man. Obey the Lord. Obey of the Lord. Of His mercy.
Yeah. Yet while he was on hey, the Hey, man. Somebody else need to come pray. Come. I was on, I was on his, his mind. mind. Hey, man. A look of love was on his face. Yeah, Lord. Thorns were on his head. That's what the preacher preached about. Blood was on that scarlet robe. Yeah. And it stained it crimson red. Amen. Though his eyes yeah. were on the crowd that day. Yeah. He looked ahead. Amen. Cause while he was oh, on the was... cross, I'm so glad that I was on his mind. Amen. Oh, he knew. Yeah, Lord. Oh, I can feel it. That burden's there. God's calling to some folks. It's your choice. Choose ye this day whom you'll serve. Right now, right here. Whose glory Please come. Please come. Please come. You don't owe explanation to anybody, but you owe your heartfelt obedience to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Will you come? Please come. Yet while he your choice, your move. On the cross, you can make it better or worse, depending on whether you obey God or disobey. God's the only one can fix it, but it's based on what you do, whether it gets better or worse. On the cross, we were on His mind. Amen. Amen. Well, I thank God for that good song. God's a good spirit. God, I'm sure God's calling the people tonight, and I appreciate it. I appreciate this service. Boy, it's just been uh, wonderful, and it still is wonderful all the way through from the start and right now. And, and even though nobody's singing right now, if God's speaking to your heart, that's the real invitation. You know, we talk about making invitations, and preachers do, and I do, and others, and, and we know what we mean. And we say what God gives us, and uh, present that to people when God moves, but it's God that makes the invitation. And if God, even if nobody's saying a thing and God's Holy Spirit speaking to you, that's an invitation. You can come when that's going on. Thank the Lord for this meeting and thank the Lord for that gospel preaching. Thank the Lord for Brother Chase. You want to say something else, preacher? Sure good to be here. Anybody else got anything on your heart you feel like saying or doing? Mind the Lord. Well, let me encourage you. If God's speaking to your heart tonight and you for some reason haven't moved tonight, if God's still tugging at your heart even after you go home tonight or in the morning or tomorrow afternoon, pray. Talk to God about it. And if you can get connected with God and, and you can make a move that makes a, 
a difference in your life. Uh, praise God. Maybe God will let you come back tomorrow night and share it with us and tell us and we can rejoice with you. But obey the Lord in spite of everything. And, and listen, I've been mentioning this, and you all know this anyway, but let's invite people to come to church. I've been inviting folks. It seems like I'm having a struggle even calling people. I don't know if they got all, a lot of people's got caller ID, but a lot of people I'm calling won't answer. <laughs> so they, they might be caller ID is my problem. I don't know. But, uh, but we need, but some of them answer. And uh, uh, so it's worth making the effort. And uh, so let's, let's invite people and stop by and see them and invite them or call them or text them or whatever. But let's, let's really invite people to come to this revival because God is already moving powerful. And there's great things. And uh, don't miss it or you'll miss something good. Anything else? Amen. When we left for church, I just said, God, if you could just help me tonight. Yeah. I appreciate it. he's helped me. And I want to give him glory and honor. Amen. And then one of my children asked me this week. Somebody else. Follow the Lord. All right. If nothing else, we're not going to dismiss with prayer. You know, it's kind of our custom and revival just to uh, not dismiss with prayer. So we're just going to say, if you're at liberty to go, go praying and come praying.